0: This is a podcast from Minute Media.
1: I'm sorry, okay. to the crack never change me and my son the rain. It gets wet when we hang. I'm sorry, could touch the blue part of the flame, blue part of the flame. And I just want to roll with those. Welcome, the,
2: the sports comedy podcast that thinks a QB sneak on third nine is a really efficient way to create a pile of people, actually. I'm your host, Adam Weiner, and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Rossify, which is what Dolphins owner Stephen Ross does when he has the chance to fuck up a situation, and on Wordle, which evolves into WordTortle. Big show today, Jordan Zerm from The Checkdown is back for an NFL playoff preview, plus Donna Redstone Dirt. From the Washington football team. But first, let's take a quick trip through the headlines. The Jacksonville Jaguars gave Carson Wentz their best shot on Sunday, something Wentz is famously terrified of. The Jags vaccinated Indy 26 11 and knocked them out of the playoffs, giving Wentz an entire offseason to do the research. Fun fact 26 11 is scorigami, but the NFL just couldn't summit classifying a Carson Wentz implosion with multiple picks as totally unique. The two picks went through in this embarrassing loss were his first two road interceptions of the year, but on the bright side, they were also his last two. Derrick Henry will return for the Titans in the first round of the playoffs after the bye. Unfortunately, he's returning as defensive coordinator. Just does not seem like the best use of his talents, but still good to see him back out there. What? He's uh, he's coaching from the booth. And what's the point? What is the point? Denver Broncos head coach Vic Fangio lost his job before Black Monday, as he was relieved of his duty Sunday morning. After learning the news, Fangio thanked his staff sarcastically. Oh, I just want to thank you all. I'm so grateful for all your hard work that got me blamed for your failure. Yeah, if you need a reference, I'm just a call away. I guess everyone's right. Fangio really is better when he's defensive. Sorry, it's defensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. The Miami Dolphins shockingly fired head coach Brian Flores after two straight seasons above 500, said the Dolphins too successful. He's out. In reality, the decision appears to have been due to some confusion with the Rooney rule. Miami believed they were required to fire one black coach every year. The New York Giants fired head coach Joe Judge after about a 36 hour delay. Reportedly, Judge got the chance to argue for his job and was successful, but on the way out of the parking lot, his scooter hit a parked car and flipped sending Judge face-first into the pavement. Judge then got up and began a nose-to-nose argument with the Yosemite Sam mudflap on the car he banged into. The argument lasted through the night and into the morning, and when team owner John Mara showed up the next morning, he witnessed the scream match and decided to let Judge go. According to reports, the favorite for the now vacant Giants head coaching job is, come on, Joe Judge? Ben Roethlisberger floated his final career regular season duck on Sunday, though technically he still could play in week one next year if the ball doesn't flutter to the ground before September. Somehow, Roethlisberger's Steelers have advanced to the playoffs, but so did the team that won a game throwing three passes this year, so what do we know? Bills wide receiver Stephon Diggs wore Betty White memorial cleats before Sunday's finale, while AFC East rival Bill Belichick dressed up like Rue McClanahan. Clay Thompson announced his long-awaited Warriors return this weekend with a clip from Space Jam, the clearest way to let everyone know you're about to release bombs. Of course, things have certainly changed since Thompson's last game. For instance, now everyone hates Kevin Durant because he's on a super team. That's new. Back in 2019, LeBron James had just joined the Lakers, and now he's retired, I think. And back then, the only pandemic we were worried about was COVID-19. It was a concern even then, as long as you saw the signs. And Bucks head coach Bruce Arians said it would be a quote travesty if Tom Brady didn't win MVP this year. But if Brady really wants to win over the voters, he should hurry up and show his foot to everybody. This podcast is brought to you by Blindsided, the first ever mental health podcast from the Players' Tribune. Hosts former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh will work to share the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed and allowed mental health to become the most important focus of their lives. It'll give listeners an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges people face especially in the sporting world where it is so rarely talked about or given the time it deserves. Panic attacks, insecurity, breakdowns, PTSD, addiction, sudden life changes, ones that require an athlete to toss aside their well-laid plans and answer the question, what's your next play? Blindsided is the podcast about sports mental health and life that aims to break down those moments for the listener. Guests this season include Kevin Love, Paul Bissonette, and Kurt Warner. That's Blindsided, the first ever mental health podcast by the Players' Tribune, featuring NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. It's a great way to get a better understanding of a very undercovered issue. And now to get an inside scoop on the Washington football team's brand new name, I've got an exclusive interview with the team's director of marketing ahead of their big February 2nd announcement, Donna Redstone Dirt. The Washington football team has become a name for many of us, but that will not be the name of the franchise for very much longer. The Washington football team themselves announced a name change to come on February 2nd, and even though the playoffs are going on without them, that name change announcement has kept the whole NFL world buzzing. So to get to the bottom of it, I have invited on the Washington football team director of marketing, Donna Redstone Dirt, who's been in charge of this process from the beginning. Donna, welcome to the show. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who is itching to learn more about what you guys came up with.
1: Oh, itchy, 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 scratchy. It's a, what is that, a rash? No, I'm just excited about the name. Everybody's excited about the name. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Happy to talk about this name. We all love names, don't we?
2: Yeah, this piqued my interest. A lot of marketing possibilities, big fan base. Obviously, they felt disrespected in the past somewhat, Y'all are about to own that pre-Super Bowl territory. February 2nd is a huge date. All eyes are going to be on you. Big date. Um, Now, obviously, I know I'm not trying to jump the line. I know we've got to wait a couple weeks till the announcement. But can you at
1: least give me a couple hints about the new name? Of course, I'll give you some hints. Maybe up top, maybe this would be kind of fun and cool, sort of engage uh, the fan base. Maybe you guys could send me... Some name ideas. What do you think about that? Like, what do you think's a cool name that's like cool and like edgy, but that would not offend anybody? What what, what do you, what do you think? Like, what would you like? What do you like team names to be like?
2: I mean, I, you know, I could definitely give you some team names. Yeah, throw I, them, I, throw
1: them, Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I, I feel like it's a little late in the game for that, right? I mean, no. you, <laughs>
1: you guys did better than me. So I just
2: love to hear what you came up
1: with. Oh, no, that's that's no, that's no, there's never, never too late. Let me just tell you, I, I just want to set this down and, and see if you pick it up. Uh, our, our name is, let me assure you, really good. I just want to let everybody listening, all the listeners know whatever the name is, totally have a name. We totally have a name. And, uh, but it's, it's good. And when you guys find it, you're going to be like, oh my God, that's such a good freaking name. I'm going to name my kids that name. You know, that's how good the name is. But what I would want is like some other ideas, some backup ideas just in case we're like hey maybe five years we're like let's change the name again you know who knows maybe we could be fluid we're all changing things you know what so yeah give me something anything at all please for the love of god help me Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. donna i mean five years
2: that 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 should be a five year from now problem though right it it and you know forgive me if i'm overstepping my boundaries no no the last thing the last thing I want to do but yeah
1: absolutely it, absolutely
2: it, it does it does sound to me like no maybe maybe you don't have a name
1: no you're crazy <laughs> this certainly is a comedy podcast again a hundred percent we have a name and again it's really good And I helped come up with it. And my job is not on the line. People are so excited about this name that they're like, yeah, you're going to be, they're saying, Donna, Donna, you're going to be uh, promoted that's basically what's kind of happening on my end so so lol at you silly we have a name for sure
2: yeah Um, the energy that you're giving off though definitely mm -hmm. isn't like someone who's about to get a better job yeah
1: no is it am i being weird
2: (laughs) i mean you asked me to to feed you names and, and again you you I gotta be honest it feels like you set a date for yourself you made a big splash about the second no. you realized how many people are going to be paying attention yeah. and i mean do you okay so you have something right yeah what yeah was, yeah yeah what was the process yeah. like what was the process like in getting to that name then if you have one which you do
1: oh, we totally totally have a name i think the process was like maybe we'll throw something out there in a big meeting top smartest you know what the washington football team is known for is really smart people in the front office Okay, just smart, chill people. So we're just tossing out names and and maybe, you know, maybe some of them were equally as offensive as our former name. And then we say, hey, get that name out of here. okay? and then and then Donna, that's me. I'd throw up some names and and some logos and uh, and then we kind of back and forth, back and forth. And and that is the process. Does that answer uh, your
2: question? Almost not at all. Where oh. was where was that meeting? Where did that where did that big meeting take place? Is it in
1: a in the conference room? Conference room? Do you have you ever been in a conference room?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what what did you what did you eat? What did you got? Do you have a cater? Would you eat? Yes, night? yes.
1: Uh, snacks. Uh, we ate cheese. We, ate a lot of cheese.
2: Yeah, loose, loose cheese is brain food. Yes,
1: exactly. You get it. Yeah, I'll tell you what.
2: You mentioned you were also throwing out logos. Uh, oh, yeah,
1: a lot of logos, logos. I love to draw sort of a passion of mine. That's kind of how I got the job here with the Washington football team. So I was sort of jotting down logos. Uh, I can show you one of these. Lo- I'll show you a logo that didn't, didn't go. Uh, I'll show yeah. you this. A- as you... You can see, uh, so this one I threw out and actually uh, got shut down. Apparently, this looks like a penis.
2: Yeah, it's almost a... Uh- you know a a medical drawing of one of those it's hard to even mistake it for something else
1: no uh, i see i i still don't see it these are actually the highways uh, that connect washington dc maryland and virginia that's sort of where and everyone said hey Donna, those look like veins on on a on a shaft and it's like i was like you guys are sick you know, so that's sort of the team I'm working with. That's Sort of the team I'm working with. But yeah, a lot of logos, and believe me, the the logo we have is mm, really good. But again, if anyone had any other ideas, yeah,
2: it seems like it. Look, I'm going to throw you, I'm throw you a bone here, and not like your logo, but I'm I'm just going to throw you a bone here. Um, it sounds like you've got extra like you want people to weigh in on extra options sounds like you had some rejected ones I'm gonna I'm gonna accept that you did do you mind just forwarding me those in an email and I can run down and let you know what I think because I do Absolutely. I feel like you need that. I feel like you need that. I would me.
1: love that. I would love that little positive feedback from the fans. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and email you right now. Go ahead and send, so you can see here that like my first couple ideas, Washington Bullets. Apparently, that used to be our basketball team, you know. And then I go, hey, what about the Washington Capitals? And they're like, what the heck, lady? That's our hockey team. Yeah,
2: yeah, Donna, Donna. I yeah. I I just got the email. This yeah. is a. Uh, yeah. Not team names. This is just a whole bunch more of John Gruden's emails. Oh, what the fuck! What the? It's fuck? like holy it's shit. Like 20, no, no, it's no, no, like no, 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 no. Twenty-five of them. No, They're very no. profane. No,
1: no, no, no. Okay, listen, buddy. Hey, buddy, look at me.
2: He sent the team logo that you designed in one of no, them.
1: No, no, no. Uh, listen, look at me, right in the eyes. You yeah. better you send that back. Look at me, buddy. You send that back. You send that right back. That's confidential information. Okay, I can't
2: send it back. I, it's an email. It's you send it street. back to me, Donna. Okay, listen That'll to me. be the same thing again. Yeah.
1: Listen, I know a lot of very important people. Okay, that and the, the I got a gun. Oh my God! Wait, <laughs> <laughs> Donna, Donna, give give me the, the damn emails back. You
2: showed me a gun on a computer chat.
1: I'm gonna shoot through this screen. You don't send me those emails back. You're bad at your job, not me. I'm good, and we totally have a name
2: she has a name donna redstone dirty everybody she has a name i got
1: a name and it's good
2: courtney mcginnis everybody she has been fired and now my buddy jordan zerm from the Checkdown with our comprehensive promise it's not about the browns based nfl playoff preview ahead of super wild Card weekend jordan thanks so much for joining me uh, so I'll start at the obvious starting point. Were you rooting for the insane chargers Raiders agreed upon kneel down tie fest, or are you normal?
0: No, I was rooting for if you weren't rooting for a tie and you weren't like a fan of one of the other, even if you were a fan of one of the other two teams, because a tie would have gotten you both in the playoffs. Like yeah. it just would have been, it was kind of, it was the thing our country needed. I think like I, the teams to come together to, to take a need to get two people to the place they want to go. And it didn't happen. And I'm still reeling from it. Honestly, Adam, I haven't, I don't know if I've recovered. I don't know if you've recovered, but yeah, man, it would have, it would have been so much fun. And I felt like it was going to happen. And then it just, it was snatched from us. It was taken from us and it hurt. It hurt.
2: How often do you have those games where somebody like a Justin Herbert type ties the game on the very last possible play and then doesn't win? It feels like that happens way too often now where it's like, can we take a little time and pause and talk about one of the greatest individual
0: plays in NFL history, or can we not because they're out of the playoffs It's just like, no, I think we can. I mean, I'm, I'm as high on Herbert as I think, like anybody I know and talk to, like, I think he's going to be absolutely incredible, but he, I mean, he, what was it? Four straight fourth downs that he converted on that yeah, final drive, felt like 12, like, but yeah. Felt like 12 and like, he just was chilling. Like he was so calm and he was just like, eh, it's fourth and six again. All right, let's go. So, no man, it is. Um, it's a shame they're not in the playoffs. It's a shame we didn't have the Neal, um, but he's going to be really good for a really long time. So we'll have we'll have more opportunities. But that game was just bananas all over the place. It was a fitting end to the uh, to the regular season.
2: Yeah, honestly, a, a regular season that fulfilled a good amount of my ambitions for it. Before I'm going to go into the playoffs very shortly. Before we enter the postseason picture and start the prediction wagon, I um, just want to talk about a couple regular a regular season team we left behind. What the hell did the Indianapolis Colts just do? I was <laughs> two weeks in a row. I was told that this was a dark horse Super Bowl contender. People were saying this. People, every, many people are saying, and people, now they are gone in the worst way.
0: People were saying, "Listen, man." you live with Carson Wentz and you die with Carson Wentz and they died pretty they died pretty they hard died really it hard. was it was just like so any conversations you know this ties back into the to the Neil it was like man wouldn't it be cool like if the Jaguars upset the Colts and then we could have this Neil situation but then immediately after that the sentence was yeah that'll never happen so ah, uh, what a pipe dream and then I just, man, it's just got to be, I feel for Colts fans, um, because Carson Wentz has to be, if not the number one most infuriating quarterback to root for, he's got to be top three, top five, because that dude can look like an all pro, and then one snap later, he can look like, like, how did this person end up in the NFL, so it sucks that they got bad Carson Wentz on literally the (laughs) the one game that you could not have bad Carson Wentz, and he went, all the way the other way, man. So it sucks. I mean, like they had a great defense. Jonathan, Taylor is an incredible running back, but man, the quarterback position is just so important. And if you have one that is given the game away, it doesn't matter what else you're doing. So that was, that's still surreal, man. I, I don't know what it was like the the mood for around the national championship game in Indy was, but I imagine there was just like a lot of sad people kind of walking around, you know?
2: Yeah. Bunch of people, patting Jameson Williams back being like, <laughs> sorry you're hurt man but we we just had that Wentz thing you, you saw it, right? You, <laughs> you, you, you saw
0: what happened yeah
2: yeah you know what happened to me um so the playoffs <laughs> the Colts collapse whatever that whatever you want to call that a two-game collapse did let your best friends the Pittsburgh Steelers into the playoffs uh, in yes. uh the seven seed uh oof why is uh why is Ben Rothersberger so blessed and does he even want to play this game would he have rather not play this game
0: Yeah. Some incredible quotes coming from, from Ben today where he was like, yeah, we don't have a shot. So let's just go out there and have some fun. (laughs) Like, okay, cool, man. That'll rile up the team. Um, yeah, it is wild how the Steelers sort of just got a red carpet right in, right into the playoffs. And now we have to watch another week of that offense. (laughs) And, um, I swear, if they keep it close early on, Adam I'm gonna lose my mind. And I already know that's what's gonna happen. I know the first half is gonna be close, and I'm gonna be like, "What's going on?" Um, yeah, man. They just um, someone decided Big Ben's run wasn't quite done yet. Whoever that was, I'd like to, I'd like to have a word with.
2: Yeah, like every Big Ben run we've seen for 20 years, it's lasting like at least a week longer <laughs> than it should.
0: <laughs> Like, why is this run it's, so long? Why has he gone three yards forward? It's been 25 seconds. What is this? It's unbelievable. They just snap the ball and throw a, a wide receiver screen. And then they move on to the next thing. And then Najee Harris gets two yards. And you're like, but how are they winning? I don't understand. So.
2: That fourth down conversion, like one of the last ones in the rain, really did kind of feel like a make-a-wish scenario where like yeah. pass was like three yards under thrown and the guy still just sort of backed into it and caught like the defense was
0: like, Olay, yes, go ahead. <laughs> They're like, just please Ben one more one more playoff for you and the gang uh.
2: very weird um well we do have to watch them I will say I think you're 100% right that if it's close early which it will be it's going to feel like that awful Patriots Cam Newton Stidham Hoyer game yeah I guess it was Stidham and Hoyer where you're like well the Pats are dead and and this they have no quarterback but why is it three nothing at halftime at Arrowhead um I do feel like we're probably gonna get that same sensation um what is your favorite time slot on the super wild card weekend schedule what combination of of the time of day and the game is most appealing to you
0: man that's a great question it was funny because i was talking to some co-workers and we were like did you guys know there's a game on monday like (laughs) i think um it is a like people are not fully aware that that is there's a monday night game um but that's probably not my favorite game i think I think the time slots in the games kind of coincide. I think my two favorite games of this full slot um, of wildcard weekend is I think Bengals Raiders, mostly just because I have really, it's painful me to admit a little bit, but I like love this Bengals team. I love Joe Burrow. I love Jamar Chase. They're a blast to watch. Um, So I'm excited to watch them. And then also I'm just very intrigued by the San Francisco Dallas game because I think a lot of people enjoy watching Dallas flounder in the playoffs. Um, I'm not saying I'm included in that group. I'm not like Mm. a Cowboys hater by any means. I I know you may have some different feelings on that, Um, but I am like, they are ripe to lose that game. And San Francisco is probably playing as well as like any team at sort of their tier can be playing. So like, I'm excited for that because there's going to be some takes if the Cowboys lose that game. And I'm mostly here for takes. So, um, those, I would say those are my two favorite games of this initial wild card weekend. I think I would agree. And I would also say,
2: uh, Monday night is my least favorite and, mm-hmm. uh, the, yeah, the Patriots bills, like triple rematch is probably pretty close to the bottom of the barrel for me
0: as well. I I'm with you. And I just don't like just bills just win. Like, I just don't want, I can't have two rounds of Mac Jones. I just can't have it right now. It's too early uh so like just give us a year break please
2: yeah i have a lot of things i want to say about that game that i just (laughs) i know how poorly they could age so i won't but everybody check back on the podcast in two weeks or don't because we might get absolutely boned again (laughs) um the teams that are lurking and waiting uh the packers i would say intrigue me more than the titans right now which NFC team do you feel is most likely to go to Lambeau and beat that team? And two part question, would you like to preemptively announce that you're withholding your MVP vote from Aaron Rodgers?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll answer that one first. Yes. I will be uh, withholding my vote. I'd like to call him a bum or something in the media as well, just to see if we can get another response. Um, yeah. So no MVP for Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't deserve it mostly because if, he, if all he had done was wear the cancel culture hoodie, I would have taken it right away there. So he didn't have to do anything more than that, but he did a lot. Um, that's a really good question, man. To go into Lambeau. I honestly, like this feels like the, uh, obvious answer but like the Bucks already did it last season so it's like okay like I am I am no longer a person that's going to be like ah, I don't know if Tom Brady's going to be able to do anything this year like I'm just not going to be that person so I know they have a lot of injuries the Bucs like they have one wide receiver and Gronk um, <laughs> but and they're like start like Le'Veon Bell is going to play playoff minutes for them uh, which is a wild thing to say in 2022 but man like they went in and did it they have Tom Brady. So like of any team that I could see like going in there and just not really caring about the environment, it's the Bucks. I don't know if they're going to do it. Like Aaron Rodgers is playing probably as good as he has ever played in his career right now. So it's a it's a tough ask, like tougher than last year. But um, I wouldn't put it past the Bucks to just go in there again and be like, alright we're going to do this one more time. Let's go.
2: Yeah, I liked when the rumor came out that Aaron was going to boycott the Super Bowl and it was like, yeah, he's going to boycott it by losing in the NFC title game <laughs> yeah. as always. Yeah, that's not news. We we know that's going to happen. Um <laughs> now, which playoff team do you think uh, probably among the wild cards, but feel free to go off the board. Are we sort of counting out too soon? Is is there any of these forgotten teams
0: that you feel like could potentially go on a run? So, I This is, I guess, so they do have the one seed in the AFC, but, like, I am very intrigued by the Titans because – I love them. They're getting Derrick Henry back. They got the bye, which is huge for them. So they get the bye. They're going to have home field advantage. They get an extra week. Like, theoretically, I guess Henry would have played this week if they they had lost. But they give him another week to get healthy. He's going to be, like, weirdly fresh because he's missed, like, three-fourths of the season. Um, A.J. Brown is back. Julio Jones just caught his first touchdown as a Titan last week, (laughs) which is crazy. But like when that offense, especially when they can like run the play act and stuff, well, Tannehill becomes a different quarterback. Like when he can do that and when he can't, you've seen some struggles, but like, I don't know, man, like I'm not, I don't know if the Titans are going to be like in this Bowl. but also if they made it, I'd be like, uh, kind of checks out. Like the chiefs are not, I, the thing with the chiefs, and This is turning into a more long-winded answer than I would have liked. But like the thing with the Chiefs is like I think yes, it was probably over exaggerated how their struggles early in the year, but they're still like not the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, like we that game, their final game of the regular season, you were watching them. We We've just kind of like against Denver, you're like, what's going on here? Like they just haven't really put it all together yet. So the Titans get them, you know, say round two, and they get them on a bad day, then they only have to win one more game there in the Super Bowl. So it's like, I don't know, man. I the Titans to me are the sort of dark horse, even though they have the one seed because they kind of backed into the one seed, but like, yeah, you get Derek Henry back, you're getting an MVP candidate back and you have some time to rest. And like, they could be a lot of fun to watch. So that's my uh, Titans, man. Watch out for the Titans. They might do some stuff.
2: Yeah. That's one of my least favorite things is when like the take guy takes line up with what's actually happening. And so I, (laughs) I don't want, the Chiefs don't look like the Chiefs to be real, but it, it kind of is real. The Chiefs still don't really look like the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, and look, it's like it's Mahomes, and like I, of any quarterback, maybe outside of Rodgers, I'd put all of my trust and faith into that guy, no matter how the rest of the team is playing around him. So, you know, they could beat the Titans handily, and everybody would be like, well, yeah, that, that makes sense. But, yeah, I just don't know, man. Even Mah- I think Mahomes said it after the game against the Broncos. He was like, we just haven't either the offense plays well and the defense is terrible or the defense plays well and we can't get it going. And it's like, like they know, you know, so they know they're not playing their best. So I, yeah, that would actually be a very fun, like Titans chiefs. I know we've had it before, but like, that would be a very fun matchup um, in the, uh, in the divisional round. So we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah. It was fun when we had it before. So I yep. would, I would certainly welcome that um, as a companion, uh, which top seed do you think is most likely to just peace out this weekend and disappear?
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, that's also a really good question. I honestly, I don't even know if this is realistic. So we, uh, a coworker is an Eagles fan and Mm -hmm. he's just been feeding us information all this week. He's like, listen, they've got a lot of injuries and the weather I just saw some, some big wind gusts are going to be happening in, uh, in Tampa. So, you know, it's going to maybe be more running than you would like to uh, say on a normal day. And listen, Jalen hurts, doesn't have to use his arm for that type of thing. He can, uh, you know, he can run the ball. They have the Eagles have like legitimately have a very good running game. I still don't think that the Eagles are gonna win that game. So this is turning a little bit more into like what would be an upset that wouldn't like totally blow your mind. But mm-hmm. I I don't know, man. Things could align and like the Eagles have everybody healthy and it's gonna be a weird wind environment. Like I think I saw like 20 to 30 mile per hour gusts. Like that's not that's no joke. So um Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb with that one. I'm going to say like the Eagles have a good chance in that game, but I'll be wrong for sure, but I'm just going to say it right now.
2: (laughs) I was ready to go all in Eagles the Tom Brady factor and the Giants not firing Joe Judge. I was like, I'll be an Eagles fan (laughs) for like a month or so. Um, yeah, we did. We dismissed Joe Judge. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. A cool you trip. you put you put
0: the call in. I think you were like, listen, just do it, and they're like, all right.
2: It, it was like some at least some fans somewhere pushed them over the edge. Like I think it's almost indisputable that fans being angry changed this. Um, so it probably wasn't me, but it was probably somebody. <laughs>
0: I'd like to let you take credit for it, though. Okay, I think we yeah. should. It was, yeah, almost definitely, it was almost definitely
2: me. I had some incisive yeah. tweets. I think they were yeah. <laughs> Um Now, off the playoff board, only slightly, what about a couple of non-playoff teams that impressed you down the stretch with the progress they made toward 2022? Obviously, uh, the Giants are atop that list, but besides the Giants, I don't have to talk about <laughs> yeah. them. Who else would you say?
0: Yeah, so I know we briefly touched on the Chargers earlier in this, um, but I... I think just watching Herbert play um, is like, so that that was year two. He's doing stuff like quarterbacks aren't supposed to do yet. So um, I think the chargers are going to be awesome moving forward. They have some work to do with their defense. Like I think Brandon Staley's going to have to chill like a tiny bit. He's just going to have to chill a little bit. Like I'm pretty pro Brandon Staley. I'm I'm all for like him staying on brand with the fourth down stuff, like do your thing. Um, But maybe like, maybe the one thing, don't do it on, you know, fourth and, and six at your own 18, like maybe that in, in a game where you have to win to go to the playoffs, maybe that's the one they're back off of. Um, mm-hmm. So I think he'll chill a little bit, you know, it was year one for him. He came in hot. Um, but I think like, I really like that combo moving forward. So I'm, um, I'm excited for them. Um, let's see if there's one more team that I, that kind of like made some noise that can maybe, I, I think that like, I'm just, we'll see who the bears hire and this isn't like the bears are going to make the playoffs. And this is definitely not a, I enjoyed watching the bears last season because, Oh my goodness. Um, But like they have Justin Fields and I think Justin Fields is awesome. Um, Yeah. And I think like he, like it is not even fair to judge anything from his rookie season because of what a absolute just cluster that was under Matt Nagy. So this is a little bit kind of hanging on to them making like a somewhat not crazy hire as, as their coach. But like, I know they're looking at Brian Flores and I know they've have an interview request out to even Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator for the bills who I think would be awesome there too. So like, if they just like make a smart, normal hire, which it's the NFL and it's the bears. So who knows? Um, But like, you have a piece there that you could turn that thing around. Like their defense was pretty good still. So like you could turn that thing around, fairly quickly, I think, if you get, like, the right staff in play. So I'm going to go with the Bears just because I do think, like, Justin Fields is – if you get him a normal offense and you, let like, play to his strengths, like, he's very good. So I'm I'm actually, like, very excited about year two of Justin Fields.
2: Yeah, that's a great one. I'm going to close this question by just making this probably the only pro Texans podcast – in the world and saying, <laughs> I, I kind of like what the Texans are doing. I, I don't like not, not know they're a playoff team necessarily, or they're a Super Bowl contender way. They're tougher than I, I think a lot of people give them credit for. I think Davis Mills could be a guy. I, I just didn't like seeing people call the Texans a mess in the same breath. They call the giants a mess. Like I would much rather be whatever is going on down in Houston.
0: Yeah. I, I actually like that a lot. I, um, Davis Mills had sort of a rough start early on. And then he like all of a sudden had some pretty good games. Like yeah. he settled in a little bit. Um, and they were actually like before Tyrod got hurt, like Tyrod played really well earlier in the season. They just had a weird season in general. And like obviously with all the stuff that happened in the offseason. So but no, I like that pick. They're like a they're a solid little team. If Davis Mills is like, like fairly legit, they could um yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It's a it's a solid pick. I'm into it.
2: Yeah, I think they're cute. Um now you <laughs> consumed you consume more football content than probably anyone I know this season. Season's over what is the funniest thing you saw happen on a football field
0: this year? (laughs) Oh man. Funniest thing. Funniest thing I saw happen on a football field this year was Baker Mayfield turning into Austin Davis. No, that's not my answer. (laughs) Um, The funniest thing I saw happen on the football field was this may be a little bit of recency bias just because like this happened only a couple weeks ago, but it's something we made for the NFL account was I believe it was Dallas Goddard. he, caught a ball running to the sidelines and like couldn't slow himself down so like he like dove on top of like a folding table and (laughs) fell and then got up and was like first down and it is if you haven't seen it you have to go find it because it is like you go from like is that dude okay oh man and he gets up and like he was like I will not let anything stop me from signaling that I just got this first down and it is um one of the funniest moments of the season for me so that is my answer to scotter deciding that like i may have like broken a ligament but i will signal for this first down on the opposite team sideline after like WWEing over a table so that's that's my pick
2: perfect it's exactly what i was looking for uh we'll <laughs> let you go after this what was your super bowl prediction before the season started and what is it now holding your feet to the fire there
0: I like it. Um, I'm pretty sure I picked the bills to win the super bowl at the beginning of the season. I'm going to forget. I may have had the Buccaneers back because they were returning everybody. And I just was like, so I bet you, I think if you could find where I typed it or wrote it down somewhere, it was, it was definitely bills beating the Buccaneers. Um, that is no longer what I have now. Um, I actually just did this because we all just did at work. We just, like, submitted our, our picks of for everybody for fun. And I have the Packers over the Titans in the Super Bowl. That's my prediction. I'm riding this Titans thing hard. So yeah. um, that could really come back. Like, you, they could lose the Chiefs and it, it will come back to haunt me. But, um, no, I'm going – I think the Packers are playing the best football. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is, and Devonte Adams are like, have some like telekinesis going on. And it's just like, they have something happening where you're just like, you can't stop it. Um, and yeah, like I said, the Titans are kind of like in a perfect spot. So um, I think the Packers win the Super Bowl over the Titans. And that's what I'm going with.
2: Love it. I famously had Rams chargers. I am now oh, man. going with Packers chiefs, even though all signs are pointing to not that. But you know what? It'd be fun. I would like to watch it. It would be a,
0: that would be an absolute, like give me Mahomes and Rogers and let's just go. That'd be a blast.
2: Yes. Jordan Zerm. Thank you so much, man. Thanks for hanging out and
0: best of luck. All playoffs long. Adam, thank you for having me as always. It's a pleasure.
2: Jordan Zerm, everybody. He's been hired to replace Donna Redstone dirt with the Washington football team. I know pray for his browser tabs on the super wildcard weekend though. He's going to be working really hard at the checkdown And now my final flame. What's in a name? Would a coach buy any other name? Coach is sweet. New York Giants head coach Joe Judge has gotten the raw end of the stick in recent days. Some have called him incompetent. And those were the ones who were being nice. Literally, this story calls him an incompetent coach and a qualified lover. But it's fair to ask if we'd view him differently if his name were not Joe Judge, but rather Joe Caring? Has our society gone so soft that we no longer view being harsh and judgmental as admirable qualities for football coaches at the professional level? Must our players be coddled to the point where running laps in the hot sun until they puke gushers is frowned upon? This certainly isn't the America I grew up in. Literally, I grew up in South America. When the Giants let Judge go, they chose to cut ties with a family man with a good head on his shoulders. And no, I will not be Googling whether he has a family or not. I'll simply be deciding my opinion based on the quality of his shoulders. And when the inevitable bluster comes down from Twitter's blue checks about what a disgrace it is for a man to have a strong will and an opinion, I'll be standing there collecting the tears like raindrops rolling off the windows of an 87 Chevy. Because Joe Judge is like a rock. He cannot be moved. He cannot be argued with and Elmo would despise him. That's it for the megacast. My thanks to Jordan Zerm and Courtney McGinnis. Go Packers, go Chiefs, I guess. We'll see you next Thursday.